Yo, 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 it's your girl, Victoria Rosa, and I got my girl, DJ Love. Hey, welcome to Real Fantasy Podcast on I Say, Say Podcast, Podcast Network. Network. I want to first start to say, start off saying is, I hope you have a motherfucking Merry Christmas <laughs> and a happy, happy, happy New Year. What she <laughs> said times two. <laughs> happy New Year. <laughs> but with that being said, we, we don't bag it up what we about to do. Run up a check. Woo! I get it, I got it, I run up a check. Cut so in shirt for your tonsils. No Malaysian bundles, Rapunzel. Bundles, Rapunzel. Scandalous. Like a bitch with no morals. It's about time that I kick in the door. Go in my bag, watch it cover the floor. I do what I want. You say, you say, you put me on. Well, put your money where your mouth is. I cash it out and put the money where it's profit. Where the cash at? Where the cash at? Where the stash at? Where the stash at? Let me bag that. Let me bag that. Let me have that. Yeah. All right, we're trying to run up some checks 2020, 2022. Maybe we need to go back to, you know what I'm saying, 2005, <laughs> breaking it in for the 99 nine in the 2000s. <laughs> we need to run it back there. Mm-hmm. You remember that, Juvenile? Yeah. Mm, boy, I used to want to go out with my sister them so bad, but I wasn't old enough, especially when 50 Cent came out. You remember Escalade? <laughs> boy. People from Charlotte, people from Atlanta, everybody's coming here, up here um, to the Matrix and Escalade. If you're that old, you know what I'm talking about. If you're from Greenville, South Carolina, and the surrounding areas, whatever, live. My mama would not let me go when 50 came down here, and I was so upset. My soul was hurt. <laughs> Did you go see him? No. Oh, yeah, I went old I don't enough. think I was old enough. <laughs> so let's kick it off. I was watching... Um, I think she have a show on. Um, she had like piece on. What's the What's the Daily Show? What's the guy that um, do the Daily Show now? The guy from Africa. Girl, I don't know. I think she's on you his show. I'm not TV. for sure, but do you think it should be a White History Month? Why wouldn't we have White History Year? Do we really have White History? I mean, yes, technically. Does it really explain like what they actually did in America? Um, for the most part, I feel like um, White History Month will bring a lot of things to the surface in regards to the Constitution, what it actually stood for, how it really wasn't for the black people. But I'm gonna um, play this clip for y'all because she touched on some points, and after that, I want to. Get your feedback on it. But here we go. I'm about to run it for you. Lincoln said four score and seven years ago, but not that he said, I am not nor ever have been in favor of bringing about in any way the social and political equality of the black and white races. There must be the position of superior and inferior. And I am in favor of having the superior position assigned to the white race. They don't put that on the penny, partially because it would make the penny too long and Partly because our schools don't teach an honest version of American history. And And that's the thing, too. Like, if we had White History Month, like she said, we would probably learn a lot of what the Constitution actually meant and how, you know, it really wasn't for us. But you don't think we should have something like that? Well, when you say it like that, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes a lot of sense. And what's that uh, uh, critical... uh, Critical, what it was that they were trying to get in schools? The critical uh, race theory? Mm-hmm. Do you think that would have been taught in the curriculum with this? It's possible. It's possible. Do you want to hear some more of what she got to say about it? Mm-hmm. Let me go ahead and run it. That's why we need White History Month. History shouldn't just be a list of names and dates. It's supposed to give us context for the present. How can we learn about Harriet Tubman and Frederick Douglass and MLK's response to inequality without understanding the true history of the country that enshrined that inequality into law? 
For example, in regular history, they tell you the Second Amendment was created to protect against tyranny. But during White History Month, you would learn the truth that the right to bear arms was added to the Constitution so white men could keep their slaves in check. That is a true fact. See how much we're learning? White History Month is fun. I hope you're taking notes in your White History Month trapper keeper. See, at the time the Constitution was written, most states required every able-bodied man who lived there to serve on a slave patrol. These states had posses of white men to keep black people in line. And in the 1700s, they didn't have the kind of advanced adhesive technologies we have now. So slaves couldn't wear name tags. So the slave patroller guys just stopped every black person. Over time, those slave patrols eventually evolved into militias. And during the Revolutionary War, those militias became the American army. And when the war ended, America had a bunch of roving bands of men who had guns. So they put those men in charge of putting down slave rebellions. And eventually they put them in charge of enforcing all the laws or as they called it back then, policing. If you're still taking notes, I bet your trapper keeper just exploded. <laughs> you see now, what I'm talking about? When the southern states decided they'd rather own human beings than be part of America, these militias became the Confederate Army. And after the Civil War, the militias came back home with nothing. Well, you see what I'm talking about? So if we had something to actually teach what happened, do you think like what I want to say this because when I um when I was growing up, I never seen race. That never affected me personally. Hell, I didn't even see Malcolm X turn like what twenty four. Mm-hmm. So it's like if we, like, how do we supposed to teach this to our kids when it's not there, or not being properly taught to us? Right. I mean, you know, self educating is that's just pretty much what we have to do with everything now. Self-educate. Yes. And get it together. Yes. We have to do our own research. So, you know, being from the South, do you feel like uh, black men are more, black women is not as susceptible to being racially profiled or being discriminated against than black men in the South? In a sense. Black women are still racially profiled, just not as much. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? What do you mean like, by that? I've actually seen this happen. There was this couple that I knew, um, a white girl and a black guy, mm-hmm. good people. They rode through a particular neighborhood, and they were pulled over because the police assumed the black guy was a drug dealer and she was a drug user. Yeah. And they were riding, I guess, making a transaction. Oh. So they was doing illegal shit. No, they weren't. They were a couple. They were just in the car. They ride together. That's their car. Yeah. They wasn't. They weren't doing anything. Oh, you said making a transition. No, that's what the police thought. Oh, that's what they. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you know, of course, they are definitely racially profiled everywhere. I was actually reading another story today where this guy, um, the bank settled with him, um, an undisclosed amount, but he went in the bank to cash his check. Oh, I seen yeah, it. You seen that? Yeah. And they tried to say it was a fake check. Yeah. And when the cops got there, first of all, the bank teller didn't even call the, his job to verify yeah. if the check was actually real or not. So when the cop got there, we're talking about the same story, mm-hmm. right? When the cop got there, he came in. He was basically being rude and arrested the guy. Then the bank teller finally called the job and confirmed that it was a real check instead of calling the job before he called the police. Mm-hmm. And the police was like, well, well, buddy, you know, you're the one being aggressive, making it seem like it's your fault and like you're 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 guilty. And he's like, but I ain't, though. Yeah, I had seen that. Yeah. I remember getting pulled over once. Um, it was actually uh, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I had a car accident before then, so I was in this rental car, and it, I think this was year, I don't know what year it was, but whatever year it was, um, the the car was that same year, yeah. right? So because it was a newer car, and I was stopping by one of my friend's house to take her um, some food. Yeah. And the police was in front of me. The police pulled over in the median and let me go by and got behind me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I wonder if he's following me. I turned on multiple streets just 
to see. He was following me. So when I got back to the main road, he put blue lights on. I asked him why he pulled me over. He said that I was driving in the middle of the road. I said, on what road? He said, on David Street. I said, well, why didn't you pull me over on David Street? Right. And he, you know, it kept, we, we battled for a few, for a few minutes and, um, it all boiled down to him thinking that I was a drug dealer mm-hmm. because of the neighborhood that I was going through. But my, I have a friend that lived in this neighborhood and because I was in a newer car. So was it a, a, a upper chalant neighborhood or was it? No, a, it was the hood. The hood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what's crazy is, um, I had got pulled over one night. I was in a, a newer model Jeep and. The, the cop got behind me, so he flashes lights, I pull over. He run me, not knowing that I had a warrant on me at the time. He was like, are you going to jail? And I used to always carry around this hunting knife. Like, the knife was longer than, it was about 10 inches, so it was longer than the size that you can have. What is it, you, six inches you can have? Mm. Or something like that. It was longer than that. I was telling him, I was like, you know, I got a, I got a hunting knife, like, in my console so he pulled me he was like you got a warrant and you about to go to jail and all I could do was cry and at the time I was trying to call my mama call my girlfriend I couldn't figure out like I ain't never been to jail ever so he gets me out put me in handcuffs and they get a call and he was like today's your lucky fucking day took the handcuffs off drove off next day I went up to the police station to see if they actually had a warrant on me because I'm like, this shit don't happen in real life. Like, ain't no way you're going to let me go. So I was getting ready. Like, I'm about to have a lawsuit on these motherfuckers. They don't got me out of the car, getting ready to take me to jail. And you drive off, get that had a warrant on me for malicious damage for personal property. I was in jail for 13 hours. I was, you don't know how bad that was for me. It was like the worst. I was just like, oh, life of a criminal. <laughs> but surprisingly, you know, like every time I have got pulled over or anything, it wasn't the cops were never mean to me. They would ask a question. They wouldn't aggressive. It was never that. So I guess I was sheltered from a lot of stuff that actually happened. So I got older to realize, like, no, they really be targeting black men. That shit is crazy to me. That you know, that's beyond me. And I don't, I don't get it sometimes. But you know, so I want to ask you this question, love. Why do people need an explanation after you don't said no? They don't need it. They want it. Why? Um, Why do people want it? Why no can't I be guess, the end of it? I guess so that they can try to um persuade you into saying yes so if they if you give them an explanation they can kind of give you a reason why you shouldn't think that way or you shouldn't say no so is it rude when you say no and you know me i don't believe in explanations but the thing is too like they're like what the fuck is your problem why you got an attitude because you just be like no no why do people switch it over and make it seem like you got to Because they have to be the victim. They have to be the victim so that um, you can have sympathy and give them what they want. I, ain't get, I, I don't get that. Even though sometimes I would want an explanation and I would be like, what's the reason behind this? But if I say no, like no. It shouldn't be anything else. Like I can't do it. I, I can or I can't. And or if I, even if I can, maybe I don't want to, and I don't have to explain it. And I'm the asshole for saying because I just don't feel like it. Yeah. See, I'm not going to give any type of explanation. So how do you change the mindset of people who expect shit from people and just don't just can't take a no or I don't like it? Um, And them not being offensive behind that. It, you really it, can't change anyone else's mindset about it. You just got to, you know, let them... Let them feel how they feel. Hmm. It, it just be mind-boggling to me because you can say no. or uh, You're going to be like, I don't feel like it. Oh, you got an attitude, and then they switch it up to an attitude with you. Oh, you had an attitude the other day. You was acting funny the other day because of this. and You know, and I don't get that. Like, why do you take it so personal? Why do you switch it off of it being aggressive when that's just what it is? 
it you know it is what it is at the end of the day i don't get that that shit is like crazy mind-boggling to me but let's talk about what you do this weekend for me yeah you what was this weekend this weekend it was this weekend child i went to work oh oh <laughs> let me hear about it what you do at work today i need mm-hmm. to know what you do at work today? I don't want to talk about it. I need to know. <laughs> Tell me. I was being ratchet. Oh, ain't no way. And I beat up a stripper. This shit can't be real. You motherfucking lie. What happened? I didn't mean to. You got into a whole fist fight? Yeah. What happened? And my nails still hurt this one right here because I couldn't make a fist all the way. My nails too long. So tell me, like, what it started it and what could you done to prevent that whole situation? Minding my own goddamn business. Mm-hmm. It didn't have nothing to do with me. So what happened? One of my friends was, um, and she's actually a real friend. Um, <laughs> a real friend wait, wait, of mine. Wait, wait, pause, pause, pause. you know, a What's- lot of times I'll say friend and I just really know that person. Like, we might associate with each other, but they're not my real friends. Right, right. They're just associate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's my friend. No, it's not. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, she worked, she danced or whatever, and the girl accused her of stealing a bag, and she's not a thief. She a bag of what? Just her money bag. Oh. So um, she's not a thief at all. Mm-hmm. She's the last person to accuse, but the girl was drunk, and she was just, you know, accusing everyone mm-hmm. of everything. And she had also came to me earlier that night, like, love, I'm about to beat that bitch up. Da, da, da. I said, Didn't girl, know that was your homegirl. I said, girl, go on somewhere. Go get your money. Don't worry about nothing else. So, um, so my friend came and got me. She said, you know, she's accusing me. She said, I just, I'm just getting ready to leave. I don't have time for this. She said, you'll walk me to my car. I said, sure. So when we get to the front, security is like, no, you're not going anywhere. We're going to search your stuff. She was like, y'all not searching anything. He's like, no, we're going to search. We're going to search. So the girl's making a commotion, trying to embarrass my friend. Like, yeah, bitch, you stole it, whatever, whatever. So security come out and do shit like that? Yeah, because she, she bitch, said... Bitch, you're not stuff. searching my personal property. Call right. police. So, so my friend, my friend, she's like, you know what? I'm going to let you search it. And after you, after they search my stuff, she said, I'm, I'm going to beat you up. She said, I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> so after they search her stuff, she's on the phone. She's like, y'all, hold on real quick. I'm about to beat this bitch up. She put the phone down, then beat the girl up. Oh, my God. So, I, you know, security grabbed her. I grabbed the girl, and I'm like, yo, chill out. I was like, y'all don't need to be fighting. She don't have your stuff. Let's just, like, just go on about your business. All right. And the girl's like, no, I don't get her. She, I'm steady. I'm like, listen, I know what's going to happen to you if you go over there. I'm trying to save you. And, girl, she swung out on me. And what happened next? <sighs> nothing. I ain't do nothing. <laughs> I let her swing out again And then I said You know what It wasn't me <laughs> Don't do it Don't do and it And then My other friend Came around the corner So after I beat her up My other friend She said well, I'm gonna beat her up too So she got beat up By three people You know I really hate That that happened I'm so embarrassed Yeah I get embarrassed I'm too old to be fighting I am way streets. too old To be fighting yeah. You know what And and I'm I'm gonna have to um, Work somewhere else Or just you know I don't even need that job. Were you at which one? You was at Nikki's or were you at? Um... I would not say the name. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm I'm just gonna have to let that go because it's just that's a little too much. <laughs> no, you know, out here embarrassing myself. I'm out here, out here doing crazy and shit. I had a dress on. Was that Kunchi out? No, it was a long dress. But <laughs> that security, Kunchi the had to be out. was like, you know, you're so pretty, and 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 you you have this nice dress on. She said, your nails are pretty, but you fight like a UFC fighter. <laughs> you got that right. I'm I'm drop kicking and everything. Who follow you again? Mm. I'm doing it all. Motor comes back. Like, you know, but I am embarrassed. If I ever Ratty see that girl, I'm gonna have to apologize to her. Are you really gonna apologize for an action that she caused? She was drunk. Well, actually, no, she wasn't really that drunk. Yeah, it's a cause and effect to everything. I'm not going to apologize. I'll be like, next time you should know better. You shouldn't be doing shit like that. Yeah, you're right. But, you know, I don't have no beef with nobody in these streets, so I ain't trying to be out somewhere and she see me. You know, I ain't going to look like everybody else. I had an advantage because I ain't got no hair. You know they be looking for that hair to pull? Bitch, pull my wigs out. I got some dreads up under here anyways. You can go ahead and shake it off. We, what you want to do? Yeah, I hate that that happened, though, and it's... You know, it's over with, but I do kind of regret it. 
So did you have a talk with your homegirl after the fact? Yeah. How did I, that conversation I'm go? I'm never going to walk anyone to their car anymore. No. It's no. not even my job. No, no. You got to walk into a car. You can't do that. You can't do that. She could have got security to walk into her car. That's but that's your, that's your friend. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's more like, you know, this is what I feel like. My honest opinion. And I hope she listening. I feel like she came and got me because she she know that she know my loyalty. You right. fight, I'm fighting. Period. Absolutely. We'll talk about it later. If you was in the wrong, we'll talk about that later. But whatever, you, whatever you with, I'm with. Mm-hmm. I'm too old to be, have that mindset. <laughs> it's not necessarily <laughs> too old, but you do have to um, have a conversation with the people. You, if the people you hang around know that, like I don't go out. I, I I'm I I have. Calm down with stepping out because I'm getting a little older and, and the crowd just don't fit me no more. But she should know, like, that ain't worth it. Because if I'm going to fight, I'm going to do it on sneaky shit. I ain't doing it in public eye. Yeah, that's, I don't I don't want to fight, though. I just want to get my money and go on through. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can just let that go and just focus more on my own business mm-hmm. and expanding it because it's doing pretty good right now. So that's all I want to talk about too. Like businesses, uh, I know a lot of black. Um, I hate to say black. I don't want to use the word black no more. People of hue color. No, I ain't gonna oh. use minority, indigenous people of color. Not even people of color of indigenous people of a darker hue than white. Um, do you think like we can actually come together and? build something of our own like the Koreans and like the white people of course I want to say yes but in reality no why 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 is that why because do you feel that way because, personally because there's too many people trying to hold the next person back it's too much hatred it's too much jealousy it's too much envious stuff going on and, you know and until we can get everyone to have a more positive and supportive mindset. Right. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Do but you the think it's the majority? Do you think it's the majority of us or or do you think that we have gotten to the mindset of corporate America? Because corporate America don't want nobody to eat but the upper nonchalant. Is I'm saying it right? You gotta work your way up there. <laughs> yeah, like the upper the billionaires and stuff. So I had seen this guy on um you meant upper echelon. Echelon. I said nonchalant. <laughs> Ooh, don't be nonchalant. Yeah, echelon. Yeah, uh I had seen this guy on um TikTok and it's um United Business Community for Black People. Make sure y'all go follow that website. But this is his take on it. So I want y'all to hear this and tell me what you think about this. Most people hip to what's going on, they just don't know it's a solution. So all we doing is pushing the solution because we the only culture that can buy our way out of oppression. America has an estimated population of 42 million blacks spending 1.5 trillion a year. So if one third of those created a circle of interdependence where they counted on each other for what they needed to create products and circulate the wealth, we would all be millionaires, all 42 million people within two years. That's $500 billion circulating a year. Since we have the internet, what we can do is create a conglomerate. Houston, Dallas, Chicago, Detroit, New York, Atlanta, Tampa, Philly, Baltimore, LA, Oakland, Memphis, Washington, D.C., all of these chocolate cities. Then we take our digital revolution and make it have a social impact. We got 20,000 teammates putting up $20 a month. Their only job would be to take online courses from each other, promote each other, organize, create products, services, and build wealth. That would create $40,000 a month in circulation so that we could use it to change our reality. Like, that shit is real. Like, if we can actually do that, like, every darker descent will be billionaires. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if we come together and we can do I feel like it can happen. We just don't, we have to teach our kids to have that mindset. And, you know, we still learning. If we come out and, you know, do something of that, I think it's possible. You think everybody's stuck in that crab in a bucket? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, not everyone. Not everyone. There's a there's more people now that are um, 
you know, awakening. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're having their awakenings. <laughs> Not awakenings. <laughs> yeah. I would say woke. And that goes with what we were talking about. It was it last episode where we, no, the episode before, how we don't have the people to support within within our community. No, we don't. Like you could have a, a person that's a fan that'll support you more than your best friend would. Mm-hmm. And man, you just had a, a deep conversation mm-hmm. about that because personally, I feel I feel some kind of way because. I could if I know that you need me, or if I know that you're having an event, if I know that I'm going to be there to support, or if I'm I can't physically be there, I'm gonna be someone that's going to be on the back skirt doing the setup, putting things in order for you, and say I can't make it to the actual event, but I'm going to make sure the event run smoothly. And I don't feel like I get that from my friends, but yeah. And we need more people within our community to help each other, like support. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to April Henderson, and she got um, a lot going on with herself, too. She was saying that in every event, if us as black women go like and share a project that we're doing to um, our own business, and she said show up in every event, you know how powerful and how deep that movement will be? I think we should do that. We can, but the, before before we can go and round up all these black women or black men to support someone else, we got to make sure that they can support themselves. Because the problem sometimes don't be supporting somebody else. They can't do nothing for their damn selves. What do you mean by that? Elaborate. Like, for example, if you were having an event, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and your event was $50 to get in. Do they even have $50 to spare? Mm-hmm. Some people, a lot of people, a lot of people do. You know, we do, but a lot of people don't. So, with that being said, I'm not saying like pay for an event. Like, say if I'm having an event, right? Just come out and support. Support, like, say a nonprofit event. Support. Help me feed the people. Help me. Just help come you out. feed people when they need help being fed. And if that's the case, you come out they support. Need to get in a different line. We. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't look at it like that because and that goes to say too like if you see your I'm gonna say your sister or your brother community struggling then maybe you can pull up an event to help them and do it like a nonprofit event if you have any donations let's help this business partner I, I love I love the idea of that. But you know, we also have, like, for example, if if, if you said the community, right? A commu- a black community, a black huge community, us as a as 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 the people, all get together and help each other. Yes, and that, that's, but that's everyone has this own. It's not my business, not my problem mindset. But see, that's the thing when it comes to businesses is you shouldn't look at things that way. We're here to support each other. And if you support me, I support you. You scratch my back, I scratch your back. That's how it should be. And I think that we should start, like, if we was to do an organization with even our platform, Real Fantasy, support is support. Mm-hmm. If we do something, we're trying to get all the biz- business owners or all the business to come together, and we support each other. I broadcast you on my podcast you come here, have your event in our studio. You come here and do this. That's everybody networking together to keep right. that money flowing or keep it flowing together. You know, at one place they had a watch party, right, when we first started our podcast. A, like a watch? No, like like we all going to pull this stuff and watch it together. Oh. Uh. Yeah. And you know what it was? What? Everybody hating on us. They had the watch party not to support us. Where at? I didn't hear about this. Please, please, please let me oh, know. We talked about it once before. Okay, at what club? It was um, it wasn't the whole club. It was just a couple people there. Like yo, you know, it was actually somebody who was very, very close to me. Um, but you think about it. Even though, if if they did that to hate, you know how many views that we had from that. Yeah. So in actuality, Y'all you actually support it. Yeah. yeah. So, with that being said, I'd be like, listen. If you don't like our content, 
tell us what you want us to talk about so we can dive deep in that. Don't be like, oh, they doing this or it's. No, let's help each other. Don't sit here and like downgrade what we got going on because you feel insignificant about yourself. Or no, we're not going to do that. But I, I, that goes back to saying like in Greenville, people don't help each other. Mm-mm. But we need to change that. We need to figure out a way to change that and get support from every business. Listen, and I want to say this. If you guys want to team up and we can network, let us know. I'm all about building business, building your brand, building what we have going on, building it with you. Let's build each other. And I'm so I'm so supportive of like just, you know, if a new business open up, a black owned business or whatever, I'm definitely going to shop there at least once, you know? Mm-hmm. At least once. If you, if they sell in Something on Facebook, I'm going to purchase it at least once. You know, if I like it, I'm going to keep going back. I have to say, too, because a lot of people say, oh, black people don't have customer service skills. It's not that or they charge too high. You have to think, like, even with that, isn't it a, a black beauty supply store on Lawrence Road? Black no home? Mm, Lawrence Road? Yeah. Is it new? In the plaza with Food Lion and all that around there? That's not black owned. Oh, is it the one in um, down near Five Forks? It's somewhere. But they were saying, oh, she charged too much or it's too high. You have to think. We have to buy our products individually. When you go to these Chinese hair stores, all these hair stores around here are owned by Chinese people. What they do is put their money in together. Yeah. So when they order it, they order by the case no, and it's not even that they it, I mean, they don't separated. it's not even that they order they go they go back to their hometown and get it um, no no i like venus venus been open they had a store now um town greenville and they got a store off east north street he told me he said the way we get our stuff so cheap is every store around him that's owned by a korean we go in and buy it by bulks together yeah. and we separate it and we disperse it without um, amongst each other, so that's what they're doing. We can't do that because we don't have a big enough support system to actually go in together and do stuff like this. And this is what we need. And that goes back to what he was saying: like, if we were community to build each other and have it circulating with our community, imagine how much money we would make and not give to other people. And we know we are the biggest consumers. Mm-hmm. We are. We spend trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, especially on hair products. I want to open me up a store. You want to open up? You want to? Let's open up a store. Mm-hmm. Hair store. Uh, uh, everything store. I I like I like I like the sound of that. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I like the sound of that we we should we should figure that out and figure out um I could be the brand ambassador we don't we don't we really don't need no yeah, um, but that's a good idea make sure y'all link in go to Instagram go to TikTok if y'all interested in being on a platform to um say your products Hit us up. And also, with that being said, we got it. We We got some official merchandise. Yes, he gave us this merch the while on the podcast. And I appreciate you. We'll make sure we're going to tag you into this episode. Thank you so much for allowing us to wear your product. Can you see it? Official. Official. It's official. official. Yes, sir. And he's um, located where? In Florence? Florence. Florence, South Carolina. So make sure y'all go on. Instagram official merchandise on Instagram, and you can find him. Um, I put the link in the the bio as well. But yeah, he gave us merch. Shout out black owned business. I gotta figure out another word for black. What are we gonna say? Our indigenous people. Cause I didn't come from no Africa. My mama, my grandma didn't come from Africa. My ancestors didn't come from Africa. I don't know where the hell that come from. But you know, no, I could tell you. Um, what's his name? Under the black, uh, he had gained all that weight and lost it. He's an activist for the black people. 
He gained a lot of weight and lost it. He, yeah, he had he was big, but he lost. You know who I'm talking about? What's his name? Where he from? The activist for black people. There's a lot of activists. The number one activist. I mean, is he like you mean like he's famous nationwide? Yeah, Are you talking about Al. Sh- yeah, is it? You talking about Al Sharpton, the one with the perm? Yes, he the one came up with the slogan "African Americans." Why would you? You know, they changed the our ethnicity, ethnicity, whatever. They changed that like every twenty, thirty years. You know yeah, that, right? It was like colored, and it was Negro, and then it was yeah. It was never so, brown. Is it Al Sharpton? Is that who it is? I guess that's who it is, honey. That's the only person I can think of that went from a from a a big guy to a, a small guy to a little sharpie. I guess I don't know. A double wide, a thick one. <laughs> you know what? I would say the more look, wait, he lost the more hair he lost. I guess. No, his face got a little slimmer. His hair is a mess. I need to see a picture of it. <laughs> but you know that saying what? Um, the closest ones to you hurt you the most? Yeah. I don't understand that saying. Why? I don't get it. Why? Because how the hell somebody that you don't know going to hurt you? So why the fuck do we say that's that? The reason, but that's the reason why we say that. But it's nobody else can hurt you but the closest people. So why do we say that? Why do we say that? Because I guess when it's someone close to you, there's um, it's not expected. You know, unexpectations. You have to hurt. have expectations about someone that you care about to hurt you because, I mean, like, a random person is not going to come up and hurt me unless they physically hurt me. So, why do we say that? It said closest to you. It didn't say that you didn't have to know the person. The closest, you know but nobody, nobody that's not close to you is not going to hurt you. Yeah, because, true. no, because you're not emotionally involved with this person. Well, so I think you should come up with another saying. Then what is it? What is it? What is I don't know with? because you know, like the only person can get to you if you're emotionally invested, and only time you're emotionally invested that's is the people that's care. close. Yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but it's still like I don't know, girl, because the person closest to, for example. We got three people in here in this room mm-hmm. right now. Right. And I'm the closest to you. Yeah. Right. But Marv could say something that hurt my feelings. But Marv, you're close to Marv, too. If you didn't know Marv, and he... He, he could still say something that hurt my feelings if I was emotional he, and sensitive. But he, he's in our close environment. But he can't say nothing. Like, if I said something to you, it'll hurt you more than it'll hurt than what he would say. Like if I betray you, if if Marv betrayed you, you'd be like, uh, yeah. I know that nigga like that, anyways. But if I did, you're like, God damn, that was my and nigga. That's, that's what I'm saying, though. It's because it's like I wouldn't expect that from you, and that's the reason why I could say it would hurt because I wouldn't expect that from from you. But so, we know that, so why do we say that? Because that shit irritates the hell out of the irritates the hell out of me. Closest run, you hurt you more. Of course, they know too much. I'm invested. We know this. Why do we say that? Just like they, they're saying, um, you can have your cake. You you can't have your cake and eat it too. And says who? It's my cake. The saying came from when when you have something, you made something, right? And it came out so beautiful, and you just want to look at it. Now I'm, I'm I'm infatuated with it. I don't want it tampered with. So that's where that saying came from, but... Why would you make something that you know you're going to eat and then say you can't have your cake and eat it too? Because whose cake was it? <laughs> <laughs> I never really quite understood it. I just always <laughs> I always used the saying because I know what it's I know what it stood for, but not re- like it still didn't kind of make sense to me. I was like, mm. but I'm gonna say it because they know what I'm, they know what the fuck I'm trying to imply when yeah. I say this. You can't. But what are you trying to imply? Because I, 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 it still doesn't register. Register to me. Like, what are you trying? I have to, say? to have a. I have to actually have a scenario right now where I can say that. And right now, I have nothing. Because I feel like if you, you, if you got the cake, you need to eat it. If it's yours to touch and grab, you need to have it. 
If you got money in the bank, you need to spend it. You can't die with money. So, I never got that saying either, but pew, that's above that. How do you feel about Christmas? Mm-hmm. Do you think Christmas is something that needs to be celebrated? Not really. Why? Because it's not the real. We don't celebrate the real. Well, some people do celebrate the actual meaning of Christmas. but What is the actual meaning of Christmas? We're supposed to be celebrating Jesus Christ's birthday, right? Why do we celebrate Jesus Christ's birthday in December when you can't herd, shirt, uh, you can't herd sheep in December? Well, that's just the day that they chose, I guess. And what was it? The three wise kings brought uh, gifts to Jesus Christ because he was a prophet? That's what I be trying to figure out because, like, where the well, fuck is Santa Claus come okay, from? Okay, so technically. Tell me because I'm confused. <laughs> um, the, I forgot the story about Santa Claus, but it, it is a real story about Santa Claus. I'm going to get to that, too. Um, so these three these three wise men, right? Yeah. If you actually really paid attention, they were actually astrologers. Yeah. And they were following the North Star, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they called Jesus, well, tried to say that he was the Messiah, basically, because that's like the first life that they saw. Yeah. Those, those were the first people that they ran into. And they had already in their mind, like, you know, first person we see this is maybe, I don't know. And he was in a manger in a crib a full of hay, right? Mm-hmm. What was Mary at? What was Mary when they found Jesus? Mm-hmm. I need to know where Mary was. Mary Magnum was what was her name? We gotta get deeper into that. I, I have to because it, it's a little confusing to it, and I I don't want people to be like, oh, she don't know what she's talking about. But I want to. They say Christmas is a, a pagan re- religion, right? Uh, of course. And they said that Saint Nick was a guy that was in Europe passing out gifts, and that's why that's how he got all up in Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Which flushed out the reason why we give gifts, because they brought gifts. The three kings brought gifts to Jesus because they said he was the Messiah, or shall I say, the prophet. And I want to get into that too because they were saying that Jesus Christ wasn't the first person. With the gifts that he had. Because that person was killed. But Jesus was killed to create the religion. Christianity. By the Romans. But we're not going to get into that. But I want to um, <laughs> play this clip for you guys. Uh, the origin of Christmas. Let me play that for you. Okay. Let's get into it. Now... Uh, you can see in the original sack of this deity, instead of presents, it was children in there. And so what this deity would do around this time is come and steal the children. So, like, even we see that uh, Christmas tree over there. Cameraman, if you want to pan and get that Christmas tree. So, uh, even we see that Christmas we see that Christmas tree over there. That's actually symbolic to a phallus. So, you got the phallus here. The ribbons and the ornaments on the tree is supposed to uh, symbolize male sperm. And then the balls on the tree are supposed to symbolize the testicles. So, the sitting on Santa Claus' lap and asking Santa Claus for gifts and presents is actually a pedophilic ritual, which comes from uh, a Roman uh, ritual, or I mean, excuse me, a Roman celebration that was known as Saturnalia, where the rich Roman people would give gifts to the parents and kids so that they can basically have sex with their kids. So, running through this, right? Running through this. Here's an uh, actual painting of the Roman Saturnalia day, so you know I'm not making this stuff up. And here's actual Greek paintings. You see the little boy sitting on his grown man's lap. So I'm not making this up. These are actually off of artifacts that are that are in museums. And so uh, the reason I have this Baphomet next to the Christmas tree and the five-point star, which you see on Baphomet's head, is because this is symbolic to uh, Lucifer. The god of Freemasonry is Lucifer, and these are the people who made this holiday up. So the light at the top of the tree is symbolic to Lucifer because they say Lucifer is the beholder of light. That's why you see the torch on top of Baphomet's head. And so continuing through, uh, as innocent as this looks and as much as we love this, this is ritualistic too, even down to the logs. These logs are called Yule logs, and these logs were symbolic to sacrifice where for 12 days they would actually burn children and sacrifice them by fire. So this is why they tell you on Christmas you should save a piece of your log and take it to
to next year. And so, uh, continuing through, even the mistletoe, right? The etymological roots of the word mistletoe is uh, poop on a stick. And, you know, I don't really want to go into that. I don't want to offend anybody. But this, I believe this Greek uh, depiction of two men, you know, I believe it is it's self-explanatory. So even kissing under the mistletoe and things like that, you know, they have, they have their roots. And so flipping through, right, getting through this as fast as possible, right? Here's that Yule log I was telling you about in its pagan roots. Uh, continuing through Even Merry Christmas Right As innocent as this sounds And we want to say I wish you a Merry Christmas Merry means to be cheerful Or happy Mass Or mass Is a sacrifice See And religious usage Means death or sacrifice So when we tell somebody Merry Christmas Christ is your conscience They're telling you Happy sacrificing yourself So uh, So how do you feel about that Like seeing that Do you think there's just Some nonsense Somebody was talking about A no, I don't think it's nonsense. And, it is, and it's crazy because, you know, how we were brought up. Christmas is something that kids enjoy, they love. But, like, everything, like, in, the English language has so many, so many different meanings behind each word. Like, how do you, how do you feel about it? I don't know, girl. It just kind of blew me. I mean, we all knew. We all know that um, it's a we pagan. don't celebrate the real meaning of Christmas. And do you know, like Af- African Americans spend more money in the fourth quarter when it comes to stores around Christmas, where they make more money? Why do we keep giving our money to these big corporations for Christmas? Why do we do this? How do we switch the mind frame? You know, I have I have two daughters. How do we switch the mind frame and let them know that, like, Christmas is not what we're supposed to celebrate? I would rather get out and go feed the needy. I would rather give out and just give instead of taking everything within our household saying that, oh, this is, you can have this because it's Christmas. Right. Because I, I told my daughter um, since three no white man coming down your chimney. Don't you know I get up and go to work every single day to buy you these gifts? Do you appreciate it? Do you understand what I have to go through to provide this for you? When you should be thankful for having a roof over your head, food to eat, and just being alive, just being. So how do we, how do we change this? Girl, um, it's going to take a lot to change it. <laughs> it is, because you got to get everybody on one accord. And, yeah. and and some people, they're just going to be like, I just don't want to hear it. Some some people just don't want to do what it takes. Like, you know, people got problems with work. And, and it's not just actually getting up and going to work. It's anything that requires work. But, you know, like, to be honest with you, we're not built to work for other people. We have so many natural resources that... We're not built to work. We are built here to be happy, love each other, and just be great together. And but it's not a society that we live in. But and we can't make it. We can't make it. That <laughs> right. I'm sorry. It's gonna take. It's you gotta take all of us. And you know, we just just being realistic. I want my forty acres in a mule. I do too. Just I give it to too. me. I swear we can I have fruit. I take you. Listen, you get a but, male mule, but, and I get a woman. But it doesn't. A it doesn't even matter. Hmm? Wait, a mule. Yeah, I don't want a mule. We we can make it work though. I want a horse. Give me a horse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, like tapping into a lot of stuff, and you know me, I'm I've been on this kind of spiritual journey for a minute now, and I tap into it. But I never stayed on, like, a, a straight path to it. I dip, dab, dip, dab, like, different religions and all that and different ways of life. But I'm seriously about to go, like, directly into it because if you come one with yourself, you will understand everything in your surroundings around you and your purpose. Like, I don't have to have the latest yeah, things either. or even this alcohol. Like, I'm about to quit drinking. Are you sure? Absolutely. Smoking, drinking, all that. Yeah. Something spiritually told me that if I don't quit or slow down right now, then I'm, I'm going to be sick. And that's something that just 
So I have to. But, I mean, also, like, how can you say that you love yourself if you're constantly putting something into your body that you exactly. know is not going to heal, and it's not going to help, it's not going to be beneficial in any and way? And that's where everything that we do that's man-made becomes addictive. So you have to have the mind, the mind frame and the thought of, I'm about to stop all of this. And I'm about to do it. Only thing I can't give up is sex. I like it. Sex is not man made. <laughs> I like that a lot. Unless you do it the way I do it with the toys. <laughs> and my, you know, my baby, you know, you know, procreate. That's what I, you know. I can practice procreation. <laughs> I need you to because you were, You need to get it in. Have this right baby. Now. Not right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a baby next year. I am claiming it. Okay. Who want to be my baby daddy? Anybody out there? I'll be the godmother. I babysit. I got a godmother. I just need some sperm. Please. Have good good genes. I ain't going to even call nobody out on this show, but I was about to say something. <laughs> <laughs> now, I want you to find happiness and find you a healthy relationship and then build that foundation with children. Yeah. Not just a sperm donor. I want a husband. Me too. I'm about to have it, though. You know. You claim that? Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm claiming all you. this. Listen. I'm claiming for you. 2022. Happiness, abundance, wealth, love, just wealth around love and happiness. You're going to become famous, really, really famous. Oh. That's what I think. I feel like I should be a motivation the right person speaker. Gonna, the right speaker. person going to hear your music. Mm. You know, if they try to do me, try to make me do some devil worshiping shit, mm-mm. It's not going to happen. Not at all. But with that being said, make sure y'all tune in next week. We'll be back again. It's your girl, Victoria Rosa. I got my girl. DJ Love. And what we on? I say podcast network. network. Listen, I, had to, I really had to think about it. Like, wait, what? It's what real we fantasy. We on S for long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you guys for tuning in. Y'all have a great night. And again, go shop with official. 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 Official merch. My words is slaying today. Heavy tongue. Y'all have a good night. And we out this bitch.